Next week is the all-time podcast's 2020 year in review. We're going to talk about our favorite albums of 2020, talk about music headlines in 2020, talk about everything music in 2020. Can I give you my list? We're going to give each other our list next week, and we need you to send us your lists. I'm so excited. So we need your top 10 albums of 2020. Send them to us by Instagram at alltimepod. Malenko, please don't give me a loose leaf sheet with them on it. Um, no albums from last year, no albums from previous years. That's in it. That's the rule. That's how it's done. Yep. Uh, what happens if something came out in late December last year? Doesn't count, Does right? Does not count. Excellent. Send us your uh, who you think was the best artist of 2020. Yep. Uh, your favorite song, if you want. Yeah, Could favorite be cool. song of 2020. Last year we did cool. favorite song as well. We did favorite songs, plural. But send us your favorite song, your favorite artist of 2020. But most importantly, the top 10 albums of 2020, according to you. Yep. Uh, that's going to be for next episode. Yeah, next episode, we're going we're gonna to have our year in review episode. and. So we need this by next Wednesday. We need this by next Wednesday. That's yeah. the deadline. Wednesday, let's, let's say 5 p.m. Yep. And we're Eastern gonna, time. And we'll probably be doing the same thing we did last year with the posting of uh, individual top 10s. Yeah, we'll share your list with everyone that listens to us. So, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. What's that noise? She must sleep like an angel. So happy birthday to Jay-Z. Um, then we're going to get to him in a second because we know he's excited for this episode. <laughs> the noise you're hearing in the background is that um, well, my daughter's been moved to her big girl room. So she's not sleeping with mommy and daddy anymore. And her sound machine is bleeding into the recording. It sounds like two things. Uh like a late night in the desert. Okay. Or the ocean. I would say it sounds like you're listening to us on a plane. Or that as well. So we're sorry that the noise is bleeding into the room. We always love your feedback. <laughs> um, if your feedback this week would be to get rid of the noise. Nope. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> She's not moving. Uh, and I've been told... Uh, many times that I can't sing, scream, or talk super loud. So you're gonna have the monotone, uh, Stephen. Number two. We're gonna we're gonna try and have the like. It won't be like an NPR type of thing. We're gonna kind try and keep the same energy because yeah. nobody wants <laughs> low energy from us. I don't think. I think I'm already pretty low energy. You're you have you have your voice, but you know the way I get when I get mad or I yeah. I want to make a point or some shit like that. But so. if if we're hearing that into this room. She's probably not hearing us. Absolutely not. So, you want me to try screaming for once? No, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start off uh, with with uh, the new releases of the week. Yep. So, what are we looking at this week? Young Thug was supposed to come out with a new release. And how's that? It didn't come out. Of course not. Uh, Static Selecta came out with his album, uh, Balancing Act. 
uh, it was good. I listened to it once. I didn't go back to it. Uh, this is th- last week you're talking about, right? Yeah, I'm just telling you what, what, what came out and what I listened to. Uh, I wasn't in the mood for anything but trying to get my two, 2020 list going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Static Selecta puts on an album every two years, every year, always in December. Okay. Some really good featuring. There's actually a song with 2 Chains and Conway, which is super good. What's coming out this week? Uh, was there anything else for last week for you? No, there was just that. Uh, and I finally had the Rock Marciano, Mount Marcian streaming after two weeks of it being out or one week of it being out, but I won't get into that yet. But there's nothing for me this week. Uh, I could announce this very quickly. It's probably not stuff I'm going to listen to, but an Arctic Monkeys live at the Royal Albert Hall. Deaf Heaven, te- 10 Years Gone, which is a, a, a live collection as well. Sigur Ross, Odin's Raven Magic, but I don't give a shit for them. The White Stripes, Greatest Hits. Well, yeah, I, I saw that as well. Because it's been a while, right, since they put out anything, so it's... Icky Thump was the last record, right? Yeah, so that's a long fucking time ago. It is. So is it because they want to get off their label and release a new album on another label? No, no, they're done. They're not going to make music. I think it's just more of a... I think they might be nearing an anniversary or just past one. Because I never understand... Their debut album, their debut album was had an anniversary Because I don't year, understand I Greatest Hits. I never understand why they come out unless an artist wants to get off their label and just release the greatest hits no i mean it's a it's a good way to sell uh units of your albums to people who just want the hits white stripes are not a bad greatest hits band we spoke we spoke about in uh, the album elephant in their classic album that's true i like it that one was pretty cool the guitar they was have nice fantastic album. they have really great full albums but i would say that aside from my favorite album being white blood cells aside from that that's the lego one that has found that's the fell in love with the girl yeah. video, yeah. Fuck, that used to play on much music. Music plus, sorry. Those like are, crazy. So that album, I would say, is their best work. But the other stuff that they did after is worth hearing. But to a lot of people, besides Elephant, the rest could be on a greatest hits. Yeah, okay, I get it. Icky Thump, what's the song? That big song? It was fucking. Was good. it not Icky Thump? Was that not the song? I don't know. It was super good. The guitar was amazing on it. I gotta go relook at I it. I get mixed up with which songs are on Nicky Thump and which songs are on Elephant. No. Get behind me, Satan. I don't even know what the fuck that is. This one before. Oh really? Yeah. All I know is that that Velvet Revolver song. I've been listening to it all day. But I Velvet Revolver. Yeah, the falling into pieces song. So white stripes remind you of Velvet Revolver. I don't know. Like? It's in that same rock category. So and uh, yeah. They're, okay. But 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 now we're in December, so not a lot of stuff is gonna come out. No. Well, next week, actually, there's good new releases. Paul McCartney's releasing uh, Paul McCartney 3. It's a new physical album, not like a... Yeah. Okay. He did, his first two solo albums were Paul McCartney 1, Paul McCartney 2, after the Beatles split. Now, actually, Paul McCartney 2, was that his second one, or did he do other shit before that? Anyway, I'm oh. not too familiar with the timeline of his solo catalog. You're going to listen to that? It's going to be one of those things that if people are saying it's good, I'm going to check it out. But if not, I didn't really care for his last few albums. Okay. Um, probably not. Unless people say it's good. Yeah, for hip-hop, it's pretty stale right now. Yeah. Unless something's going to jump out and come out or a surprise. Uh, but I'm super, super happy that that Rock Marciano came on to streaming. When did that come to streaming? Uh, on Monday. What did you think of it? I texted you all day for you to listen to it and yeah. giving you paragraphs of how happy I am. I listened to it about 20 times in the okay. last 
It came out Monday. I listened to it once on Monday. Listened to it a few times yesterday, and like full ten times today. It's like a forty-nine minute album. I am so happy this came out, and I could. It's gonna be on the list probably. I don't know what number. Yeah. I have another week to really dig back into it, but this is fucking fantastic. Marcielago. No, this Marcielago was last year. Fuck, that's what I was listening to this morning. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not Mount Marcy. Nope. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> Fuck, now I get it. Uh, this is cr- like, Steve, you know how, how sh- like ape shit I go for other artists. And I'm not going to mention their names. Yeah. But this is fucking phenomenal work. That's why like when you told me that you weren't feeling it, uh. now I understand why. Because Marcielago starts super different than the way this starts. It's also not very good. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. But okay. this... Is fucking phenomenal. Like, I don't know. It's not the cartoon cover. No. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know how this is gonna, and which number of is gonna be in this catalog of best albums. Mm-hmm. But like, the first 20 listens, this is like surpassing okay. so much of his shit. Okay. This is like, I'm telling you this now, maybe in two years I'll tell you differently, but this is up there with Marsberg. This is up there with fucking Reloaded. This is up there with, um, uh, what's the fucking one called? Uh, but it's only a week you've been hearing it. Yeah, but like, you know what's crazy? Is the fucking production. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more of a guy with bars and shit, but the production on this is fucking great. Like, the samples he uses and how crisp it sounds. Like, I don't know, like, there's a song I told you this morning, it sounds like Tom Waits's screaming on yeah it. you said that yeah or like what's the other guy that screams in his music that makes like mike Patton? like yeah. that like that weirdness mm-hmm. like one song on it is not hip-hop at all but he seems to find like to flow on it while there's another guy screaming on it interesting like this is why i want you to hear it it's because it's so like made different and the beats being used are different and i don't know but and the punchlines you you're gonna laugh for how Okay. Like, it's something you really need to hear. All right. Well, hey, I have the wrong one on, so tomorrow I'll check it out. Yeah, maybe in a year or two I'll say this is horse shit, but right now it's just like fucking ridiculous. And there's a feat, and you don't see the featurings. So okay. when the featurings come on, Steve, you're going to be like, okay. Okay, so don't tell me. I'll wait and see what, what I get. But this is the type of album when you press play, you're like, that's why it was weird when you said that because you press play and you're like, oh, fuck, what's the next song going to be? Hmm, I want to hear more. I want to know what the fuck's going on. Okay. That's my review. I just did a review. Cool. What the fuck you been listening to? Sonic Youth. They have a new album? No. They won't have a new album ever. Uh, how come? Because there's a divorce in that band. <laughs> there's a divorce? Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, unless they they made amends, but yeah. Oh, okay. That's weird. Why is that weird? Oh, it's happening now, the divorce? No, no, it's happened. Okay. Which album? Was I listening to? Yeah. The, 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 I was jumping around. Really? I did Goo. I did Dirty. I did, I did that period of like, after Daydream Nation, like what's the, what are they trying to do next? They're more pop albums, let's call them. Where they're more, more or less hit or miss. Okay. Basically, the Geffen when they started when they signed to Geffen and went more commercial. Let's say the sellout albums, I guess. So far, if 
for our listeners that are listening right now, if they have no idea what the fuck Sonic Youth is, mm-hmm. you got to give them two albums to go listen to. Right now. A listener that doesn't know anything about Yeah, like Sonic who the fuck Youth? is Sonic Youth? It sounds... It's Daydream Nation and uh, Goo. That's the car... The, uh, Daydream Nation is, is the... Is the car- candle. Okay. And Goo is the... Card, the, the cardboard well the card the, the, the comic What's, okay yeah okay that one that's the popular cover yeah but that's to people who don't know anything about them I wouldn't give Goo to somebody who knows alternative music okay I would give Daydream Nation and Sister okay but some of their later albums Murray Street Sonic Nurse uh, incredible albums but Goo is one of those albums that like it's popular because of the artwork they just signed to Geffen it's more known than it is good, okay. let's say. But chances are, if you know alternative music, you've heard Sonic Youth, they're fucking responsible for a lot of it. Well, they're responsible for fucking Nirvana, no? I would say. There you go. I would say. And the reason I'm, I asked you what you were listening to, because we have not spoken about music. No, there hasn't been much to talk about. We were on the fence about how we should do this episode. We had said it would be a Jay-Z episode, and then we were like... Not really in the mood. Not not feeling it. And uh, we had said last week that the dissected episodes were kind of hit or miss. Yeah, depending on who the artist was. Like Nas is not for everybody who listens to us. Speaking of Nas. Yeah. And I'm sorry to interrupt. I re-listened to King's Disease today. Yeah. Yeah. And? I was fucking bored. Yeah, me too. I don't Good. like it anymore. <laughs> Um, but it's funny enough, I did my Spotify review thing. Like at the, at the end of the year, they give you like what you listen to the most. That's crazy. Because I guess for that episode, I did a lot of listening to the albums again and they're long albums. Um, just for everybody to know something, um, to add to our friendship from, of us, me and Steven also share a Spotify account and we've have for the last three years. Yeah, but that's also not something you want to say because we don't share the same address. I live here. I said I, I, I'm, I'm here more than a lot of people are here. So technically, you, you, yeah, we, we we run a we run something out of here. Exactly, so this I is our business. We, yeah, so technically, there you go. And I do get CDs that's delivered true, here true. when we buy CDs off For Amazon. Each other, yeah. Uh, but that Spotify thing, it's it's very cheese. It's very cheese. But ball. people like that. Because I woke up this morning and the only fucking thing that was on Instagram was people posting <laughs> how much they listen to. <laughs> and just speaking with my cousin Mark was <laughs> about that. How many minutes have you been listening to Spotify this year? What is your top song? All this shit. The top songs that I had were off the Haim album this year. And that doesn't reflect to me which album I heard the most, but how often I was in the car going somewhere. So you, that was a go-to album in the car. You use Spotify when you're working? Yeah, but when I'm working, I do a lot of jumping from album to album. Like they told, like my Spotify thing had told me, like, "Congrats, you discovered 154 new artists." No, I just pressed play for the first time through your app. Okay, so okay, artists. so that's what it means. Yeah, it's like let's say for example, like I'll give an example, Sonic Youth. I've listened to them through Spotify before, but I don't know. Fuck, what's a good example? Like. Something I don't listen to often that I'm just like, you know what? I want to check this album out again. I had a lot of rock on mine. Like Radiohead you probably had? Uh, Radiohead, I had... Uh, who's... Uh, probably Velvet Revolver. Velvet Revolver, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac? Uh, what's that other guy's How'd name? How'd you have Fleetwood Mac? Because Sailor likes... Uh, 
that song. September? Uh-huh. There's another one. I'm going to tell you which one it is right now. It's the most top-played song on my Spotify. I'll tell you in a, in a jippy. Uh, no, that's Fall to Pieces. God's Mac for some reason. Don't ask why. I have the Wiggles, Hot Potato. Good song. Uh, fuck, I don't know what the name of the song is, but it's in one of my top songs. Uh, it's a super good song. It's uh, Robert Palmer, Bad Case of Loving You, Doctor, Doctor. <laughs> Which is the top-played song, huh. which is crazy. But yeah, it's cool, I guess. Let's I mean, people like that shit. It was all over we're Instagram. We're asking for people's albums, so yeah. we're going to do something, but yeah. But I don't use Spotify as much as I use my iPod. We got to shout-out Sonia, because we were her most listened-to podcast. Really? Yes, I saw that. Shout-out to really Sonia. Cool. The That's amazing. I expect that from more people. Maybe Tommy, maybe Sean. No, maybe not Sean. Sean listens to a lot of podcasts, but yeah. Tommy... I expect it from maybe Malenko. Malenko use doesn't use Spotify. Uh, use Apple okay, Music. Does okay, Apple okay. Music do? Cool Actually, we get more listens on Apple Music than Spotify. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So Apple Music. Uh, does your sister use? Mass had us as his number one. I had him as my number one. Can I had uh, my top three. Yeah. Was Joe Budden podcast? Yeah. Us and Fuel Up podcast. Oh. Those were my top three. I don't listen to us on Spotify anymore. Because I do the editing before. But you gave me shit for not listening to our podcast. So I gave I, you shit. Well, yeah, I can't wait. But uh, now I'm, I'm putting in the effort, so... It's the least you could ask of somebody who you're doing a, a podcast with to say, hey, maybe just go back and hear how the episode went and see if there's things you want to change on yourself and but I think make I've, the episodes better. I think I have been, and I, I my voice is so shit that it... It's fucking eerie for me. Like, and I'm, I'm like cringing in the background. Yeah, but but I have to do that every week. To hear my voice or your voice? My voice. But your voice is beautiful, not like mine. I have a lisp or something going on. But anyways, I've, I've put in the effort and I could see where I need to get better at. So I've been adapting. But no, no, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean to say you need to get better at something. <laughs> that's not at all what I meant. I just meant to say like, it would be useless for, how can I say... Um, a writer to not go back and yeah. read their book, their 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 material because you work on it. Yeah, no, you're right. You improve. It's been a, it, it, it's fun though. I like where we're going at and stuff like that. It's uh, it feels good. So next week we have the review of 2020 coming up because we're getting a lot of lists that are being coming out. Yep. And the week after that, we're just gonna do a little what's what's coming up for us. Yeah, I might drink some eggnog. Yeah, uh, before the holiday season. Hang out. But uh, a lot of lists came out. Complex put out a list. Consequences Sound put out a list. How do you feel? Uh, I see a lot of Run the Jewels in top 10s, top 5s, top 3s. Oh, the top 5s. Top yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't see that high. Um, I can't go back and tell you because there's a lot of hip-hop uh, reviews and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, there's one that I'm really super waiting for is Dead and Hip Hops. They do one at the end of the year. Yeah. Like this time now. Uh, with their top uh, hip hop DX, a bunch of ones like that. So I'm excited. They haven't put it out yet. But uh, Rolling Stones had run the jewels. I didn't see Rolling Stones list. That's out. Yeah. Uh, Is that today? I didn't. I missed. I, I saw missed it yesterday. So there's a bunch of lists. Run the jewels is everywhere. Okay. Uh, and it's not them posting the lists they're on. It's other people posting the lists. Uh, but let's talk about the complex one. I would love to talk about the complex one because I have a lot to say about this. I, I Honestly, the complex list insults me. Stereo Gum had a list too. I didn't see theirs. I saw Consequences Sounds, which was all right. 
still missing some stuff. Missing some stuff. They didn't like what I liked. Yeah, but you you told me a comment that about the list. Yeah, the complex list to me is, uh, and it's what I wanted to talk about because I know a lot of people that we uh, that we appeal to, a lot of people that listen to us, um, follow complex. Let's look at their their the yeah they like complex. But complex is very like hype, uh, very like. Uh, and I struggle with that. Snobby. I don't think they're snobby. I think they're uninformed, and I think they're. They're very uninformed. They're very what's hot. I need to put this here. I need to talk about this. So that that's a bit that's the issue I'm having with them, or that I've always had with them that I find is quite annoying. Is you're gonna review the top? You're gonna give us a list of your top fifty albums of the year. It is fifty. Let's say ninety percent, and up above of ninety percent of this list is hip hop. Yes, and then there's yeah. Can we say it? yeah? So above ninety percent of the list is hip hop. That automatically means that you you're you're biased to a certain genre. Complex is biased to hip hop. Yep. It 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 really does a good job at. Uh, promoting uh, hip hop culture, a hundred percent. But I gotta add to to the hip hop thing. They think they know. M- it's hype. It's hype know? culture. Like they're gonna go after like the and the no. I'm saying no offense off the bat. The Rally Rich, the Juice Worlds, uh, like those yeah, artists. Think, like yeah, the hype hype artists. The little baby. It's hype hip hop. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But then they'll shove in there. But that's this, and 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 what I'm saying is, if you're a hype hip hop kind of brand, mm-hmm. we get who you appeal to. For sure. When you pull up this list, and I see like, like Taylor Swift, Folklore, Tame Impala, The Slow Rush, the one I just showed you, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande, I don't mind because it's like kind of pop. It's similar to R&B. Dua Lipa's a bit like very pop. It kind of fits in with that. But the 1975 is just randomly one of the rock albums on your list. Tame Impala Slow Rush is one of the rock albums that pops up at number nine on your list. Mm -hmm. These were like albums that people didn't like. These were like the worst albums by these bands. The 1975 flopped after a successful album, which was all right. I mean, it's not great. What's with this Drake one? It's like a fucking mixtape EP type of outtakes. But Tame Impala at number nine, and it's the only rock album of that style on your list, fucking upsets me. We get that you know Kevin Parker because he worked with on, on Astroworld and he does hip-hop stuff and Rihanna covered a song off Currents, but... You're missing so much stuff. No. What about that album being at number nine tells me that it's any good? Absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah, no. I, I, fuck, they put they put two chains. So help me God, at number twenty one. It's like, but it but it fits with their hip hop theme and who they like. Yeah, but the crazy thing about this is is that a lot of the artists on this list, and I'm sorry if I cut you off on anyway. No, I, that's cool. Like a lot of these artists, I would say. There's 50 uh, spots. Yeah. About 30, 35 of them are like today's hip hop, like the 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 Roddy Rich little baby style. Yeah. But fucking people you've never heard their name before. Yeah. Ever. 
Like they have like maybe fucking 2000 fans for Christ's sake that and they just yeah, no, put them on their the list. list is, is not and and going back to the rock thing that I was saying is like put in that Haim album. Somebody that works at Complex has listened to the Haim album this for sure. Year. Put in that fucking Phoebe Bridgers album. They're, they're albums that are that are being nominated for a crazy amount of Grammys. Like, you have Fiona Apple in there. Yeah. You didn't hear these other two albums? Nobody? Like, I... I if you have the, the tolerance to listen to a Fiona Apple and you work for a music press, you fucking heard the other two albums. Wow. Make the list a bit more... If you're, if you're gonna... If you're gonna step out and and do more than just hip hop, do it right. I agree with you. Because the albums they 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 fit weird on the list. Well, Taylor Swift at number thirteen, like. Where's Fiona Apple on this list? Uh, in the twenties. Like Fiona Apple. It's that type of album that's so difficult and artsy to listen to. Tame Impala number seven, yeah. Seven, not number nine. Seven. Like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you with this list. No, I I agree with you. And the thing that pisses me off, and you're right about the rock shit for sure. These guys, first of all, they shouldn't be talking about rock because they never it doesn't do. Look Throughout credible. the year, they never do. Ever, ever, ever. I never see. It doesn't a post. look credible. And I find that when you put a Tame Impala at number seven like that, when it's their least good album, it it downplays the other hip hop albums on your list. Well, fuck that it. were good. But you know what downplays the hip hop on this on this is who the fucker. All these rappers nobody has ever heard about, and you put them on their on your list. Like honestly, no. Like I get the little baby, I get the gunna pop smoke. Yes, I understand that you're gonna put that, but like there's fucking artists on here. Like I'm looking at right now, nobody's ever spoken about. And trust me, and a lot of the people that listen to our episode are gonna say, Stephen, you're right. I follow a lot of hip-hop pages i f- i read news on hip-hop daily uh hourly if i'm not working uh on my lunch breaks i've never heard half these names and mm-hmm. i'm not going to name them now because it's not credible to name their fucking why name. don't you give the top 10 that are on this list the top on the complex yeah. top these are the no, top 10 of complexes top 50 albums of the year the yeah. top 10 the top 10 i'll go for the top 10 number one is the weekend Okay, so you're starting with one? Okay. I'm starting with one because I remember it and I have to already, go back on the... Already, I understand that, okay, you could have him in your top 10 if you're complex, not one. No, and you put it... I know why you put him at one. Yeah, Can we be honest snubbed, with each other? And we just did an episode on it too. Exactly. So Check out last week's episode about Grammy nominations. Yeah, and I'm sure that's why complex put it at number one because we spoke about it. But like, there's these people on the list. I'm sorry, I need to just say something because you went off. Like, who the fuck is... I can't even pronounce Kaya. I have no Show idea. Me? This. I don't know what that is. I've seen that album, Kaya. I've seen that. Like, these artists are... Now I gotta scroll all the way down again, but these artists are just fucking... I've never heard them. Shamir's on it too, which is kind of cool, but again, not one of his best albums. You put Juice World on there because he passed away. I'm sorry for saying that and sounding like an Why asshole. Why are you sorry for saying that? Young Nudie, Bo, I don't know who that is. Like, uh, okay, anime, it's cool to have there. Uh, Chef G, I don't know what that is. I've never seen this album cover and I go on mixtape websites. Dua Lipa's there. That was a good pop album. But you know what I mean? Like, there's so much. 
like Megan Thee Stallion on number 30, that album flopped. I don't know why you keep saying it flopped. It didn't flop. Well, people did it. There's no, no one's talking about it. Like, no, there's like the reviews are not, are not super. They're, they're good reviews, but they're not like, it's not Cardi level. No, exactly. But like, I think the Flo Millie, who the fuck is that? That I've heard of. Fuck, you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it's not my thing, but it's it's in the, it's in the top 20. Okay, give the top 10. Okay, so the top 10 is, we're going to start with number one. I like, I want to do it that way. So the weekend, number one. Okay. So the weekend's the best album of the year. Little Baby, My Turn, number two. Okay. Go fuck yourself. My Number three. Number three should have been fucking number one with gold medals around it. Uh, little Uzi Vert, Eternal uh, Eternal Take. People said that was good, though. Uh, people said that was good, Steve. You know what else people said? That there would be a fucking vaccine and we would have all had it already. It's not going to happen. This guy makes whiny music. Okay, I was going to say the other word, but I decided not to. Uh, Freddie Gibbs and uh, Alchemist, Alfredo, number four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof, number five. Okay. Uh, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin Savage Mode 2. That wasn't very good. That's number six? Yeah, number seven, Tame Impala, The Slow Rush. Yeah, not in the top 50 album this year. Number ocho, uh, Mac Miller, Circles. Because he died. Was it good? People really liked it. I shouldn't say I that. enjoyed it. It was good, yeah. I enjoyed it. Not to put in a top 10. Absolutely not. No? No offense. Gabu really liked it. Gabu, it's it's good. It, he makes Go fucking... Go listen to season one, episode nine to get to know Gabu. Uh, episode nine? Episode nine. Mac Miller made really good music. Towards the end of his career, like really good. Well, music. people were saying he got better with time. Yeah, of course, because it's the Blue Slide Park is. I don't like that shit. But anyways, so we're not talking about Mac Miller. Like Asheroth, that shit. Yeah, exactly. Asheroth was so shit. I dare somebody to tell me that Asheroth is good. I'm gonna backhand you. Number nine. I don't even want to say number nine because they should not be talking about this artist. So I'm not. I'm skipping right over. No, number I don't know nine. what it is. West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. Why shouldn't they be talking about him? Because they never talked about him throughout the whole year. They have nothing to say about this album. They never promoted this album. And number ten, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the m- Stars, Aim for the Moon. Which he, one's out? on the cover? With the rose on it. So you had two albums this year. Yeah. Polo G and number eleven. And I'm going to stop there because I don't want to give them credit because there's no credit due. But I'm happy they put Griselda, <laughs> but... But they shouldn't uh, be talking about them. No. But, like, it's like, fuck. Are we talking too loud? Maybe, but she's not whining. So, these lists are not credible. You're, like, it's like you... Ha- I, sometimes you have to put something somewhere. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, where's your... Like, you're losing so much credibility. Yeah, I don't fuck with their list at all. No. Who else put out a list? Let's talk about somebody else. Uh, well, the Rolling Stones put out a list. Yeah, Stay- Rolling Stones fun to pick on. Pull them up. Is it Bruce Springsteen number one? Well, that's usually. Did you like the new Bruce go. Springsteen? By the way, it was good, but but not as much as Rolling Stone liked it. That's for sure. Rolling Stone fucking love what he does. But he is the goat, though. He is. He is with that pinch too. Fuck, he looks amazing. He was good for his age. If I could look like Springsteen at, his, at that age, I'd how old be, is he? I'd be happy. He's, he's easily approaching seventy. Uh, Steve, I can't find the list. I don't think their list is out. Okay, but I saw Run the Jewels somewhere in there. It said Rolling Stones and then Run the Jewels in the top 50. Anyways, we'll talk about more lists when it's time. Yeah, but again, credible lists. They're important for 
the people that go on your page all the time, the people that are li- want to get to know music. Yeah. Like you're going to put a fucking area and a grande on their uh, Taylor Swift and number 12 moments going to be like, oh, a new artist for me to go listen to. But you complain that they put new artists. Yeah, but it's not like they're putting people just to put people. It's good. It, it, it's it, if look again, I go on websites. I know the hip hop world. I don't yeah. I've never seen any of these artists they put on here. Whose list are you most excited for? Your list. Who's this? Okay, list? no, I'm on the outside, I'm saying. Who are, whose list are you excited for? I let, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't even care this year. I don't care? I don't care. Really? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. If there's somebody I really want, it's Dead End Hip Hop and uh, Hip Hop DX. I just want to see where they're going. I want to see the Stereo Gum now that you said it's out. Do you have that list? Can you find no. that list? You want me to find that list? See if it's there. Are you excited for my list? I'm excited for your list. I mean, I, I know uh, I know what you like there. It's not like I didn't talk about it all no, year. That's it. It's all uh, Boldy James and Gazilda <laughs> and. Uh... Uh, no, I might have changed everything up. How do you find these lists? Stereo Gum best albums of 2020 in Google. on Google. Best albums. Oh no, this is best albums. Fuck. Okay, yeah. I love putting on the spot to find something. No, because I just clicked on something. And it, it, I'm not kidding you. Stereo Gum, and it says the 25 best lines on Rock Marciano's masterful new album. Uh, well, it's not what we're talking about. <laughs> so. Uh, you're going to have to. Okay. So the I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. So. Is I'm it a, a top 50? A top. I, it's a top 50. Uh, Call out some interesting things. Okay. Well, Dua Lipa is on there again. Give the number two when you say it. Couch slut, take a chance on rock and roll. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, Illuminati hotties. No. Okay. Stereo gum go really off the grid though sometimes. Uh, yeah, doesn't Pitchfork do that? No, they just take everything they gave best new music oh. and rank it. Ka, Descendants of Kane is on there. That's fucking interesting. What number? Uh, that is number. F- 42, Sam Hunt is there. I love that guy. Oh, fuck. It looks like something, like these names, like something you'd listen to. Well, you didn't read a fucking name <laughs> to me that I like. Caribou. Caribou had a good on. What number is that? 35, Boldy James is on there, number 34. Uh, the microphones, you like that? That was a good album. Uh, what number? Give the fucking numbers. <laughs> 20, uh, 31. Microphones have a good album this year. For people uh, who don't ooh. know what the microphones is, people who don't know the microphones, it's Mount Erie. Ooh, okay. So no, I know what you're talking about. Since other brand. Uh, number twenty-eight. Since I don't say the fucking numbers, Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers at number twenty-eight. That's a bit low, I think. Thundercat is there at number twenty-seven. Uh, not a great album. Jesse Ware, you like that? Mm, not not this album so much. Okay, so it's very your list here because okay. I don't see any fucking hip hop. Bob Dylan. Yeah, so that's a... Number 22? Yeah, I'm a Horrendous album cover. Uh, Kelly Lee Owens, you like that? No. Okay, now we're Charlie XCX. There's a... Number 19. That's pretty high. Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, number 18. They're getting a lot of love on these lists. Well, they fucking got nominated for a Grammy. They got number... uh, What number was it on uh, Complex? Four. It was number nine on Consequence. Really? I was up there, How's yeah, Consequence's yeah. list? Uh, continue this list. I'll pull it uh, up. 1975 at number 17. Oh. Okay. Barty Strange. What is that? 
he's like an artist that kind of does like jazzy type of hip hop with so alternative. Uh, but he was on he was on Complex as well. Here's number fifteen, Perfume Genius. Okay. You like that, no? Yeah, it was good. Fleet Foxes, number fourteen. That's good. I would put it higher. But Yves good. Tumor. That was good. Number thirteen. Well, I can't even speak thirteen. Uh, oh, here comes number the 10. You ready? Yeah. Number 10, Soccer Mommy. Ooh. Number 9, Salt. Okay. Number 8, Touche Amore. Okay. Number 7, dude, I can't pronounce this. Show what me. the fuck is this? <laughs> One of Tricks Point Never. It's the guy that does the soundtracks for, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, on, uh, okay, next. Well, no. I think show me. <laughs> was it? Oh, on the tricks. One no tricks, point never, yeah. Okay. Number six. I think six. I'm saying it right. I'm pretending I'm saying it right. Okay, honestly, Stereo Gum, go fuck yourself. Okay, what's number, what's number six? Boldy James and Sterling Tolls. Show me. Wasn't that one not as good as the other one? Of course. Okay, number five. Number five, uh, Taylor Swift, Folklore. Uh-huh. Number four, Haim, Woman in Music, Part 3. Number three, Run the Jewels, four. Number two, Waxahachi. Yeah. And number one, guess. Number one. Number one. Fuck, they didn't even put any Griselda on this list, these assholes. Fiona, Fiona Apple, of course. Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. I like that name. Yeah, the album cut is cool. The album, the album name is cool. So Stereo Gum knows about hip hop. Next. Uh, if you want to do some Consequence of Sound list, you ready for their top 10 albums of, or do you want more? I just want you to tell me if there's hip-hop, something I'll like in there. Do you want to know the top 10? Yeah, go. Number 10 is Pearl Jam Gigaton. Nice. Gigaton. Was it Gigaton. good, that one? I didn't hear it. I could ask your sister. You could ask her. Number 9, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist Alfredo. Number 8 is Lady Gaga's Chromatica. Lady Gaga came out with an album this year? Yeah, and it wasn't too bad. So I, th- I think it's cool that they recognize it, but it's a bit high at number eight. Number seven was Deftones Own. Deftones came out with an album this year? Yeah. was number six, Waxahachie again, St. Cloud. You like that one? Not particularly, no. Okay, but cool. It, but it got a lot of... Uh, it, was, it, was, it, got, it was met with good reviews. Number five, Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia. Number four, Perfume Genius, Set, Your Heart, Set My Heart on fire immediately okay, I didn't. number three Phoebe Bridges Punisher okay run the jewels four number two wow very high and number one Fiona Apple fetch the bolt cutters is it really good to Fiona Apple because I'm going to have to listen to it next week right no why it's not on your list it's not on my list I don't want to be full of shit and say it's on my list it's, I find it very difficult to listen to I got through it maybe once well you're not full of shit I'm not saying that the people that put this on number one are full of shit this is probably Gabu who's going to have this on number one and I'm going <laughs> to feel really bad, but she's a tough listen. She's not for everybody. She's, you know, it's it's weird to see at the end of the year, like, all these people agree that this album is number one. It's a tough listen. You know whose list I want to see? Who? Sean's list. Sean, if you're listening to us. Send your list. Please send me your list. I really want to know because this year I've been a horrendous friend. <laughs> uh probably because you've moved away from me but 
I don't send you music like I used to. I used to send you music weekly or every two weeks. And this year I've been horrendous to you. I will start sending you music. And when you see my list, please go listen to my list. Let's get to the topic because we're topic 40 minutes of the in day. and we're Happy avoiding it. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Jay-Z, Hove, William H. Holla. Happy birthday to you. So we're doing this because it's Jay-Z's birthday when yeah. this comes out. Yeah. And we've always wanted to go through a discography. But unfortunately, time is running short. And, and, I we, do. and we eliminated the dissected. <laughs> And we delim- eliminated the dissected, and we're just going to go through his discography and give him the props he deserves. Because where he is in his career and what he's done in his career for hip-hop and for music in general, it's a lot, right? Yeah. We did it for Kanye. We've done it for a bunch of people. And we did it for, for anniversaries of their albums. But you're the one who said, let's do a Jay-Z one. I did. Fuck, I did. <laughs> so I this is your fault. one Jay-Z album this week. It's fine. So... Reasonable Doubt. Great album. Great album. <laughs> we spoke about it on season one. Yeah. Uh, never got what it deserved when it came out. Yeah. People skipped through it. Basically, he was kind of like, people were looking at him as Notorious B.I.G.'s protege. Yeah. The guy that's coming up under Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. So Reasonable Doubt has more of an impact now than it did when it came out. Absolutely. To me, it grew so mm-hmm. much than the first times I listened to it. No, for sure. And it has more of an impact on hip-hop. And you could see with the artists that are coming out, pay respect to it a lot more than... It's like probably one of the most influential hip-hop albums. I think the album is more influential now than it ever was because it's such a hustle for young artists to get signed or recognized or they have to find ways either through SoundCloud independently to get recognized. A lot of songs have, a lot of artists like have hits that come off fucking memes. Like it's such a different way to get popular right now in music that when you say, okay, Jay-Z was Big's protege to some extent, the album is self-made. Oh, 100%. Like, artists weren't doing as much as Jay-Z was. He had to promote the album from the beginning. He had to push the album. Yeah. Like, look at what artists came out in 96. Yeah. Who who were popular in 96. You had the Mob Deeps, the Wu-Tangs, the Notorious B.I.G., the Tupacs. Fucking, there was so much. Mm-hmm. Beefs were around. People were feuding. The West Coast, the East Coast. There was so much going on. Nas had came out two years prior. Nas came out with a new album in 96. Nobody was looking for Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. There was too much. It's, it's, it's kind of like what we have right now with music. It was saturated. There was yeah. a lot of things to go here. Yeah. So, so Jay-Z was fourth, fifth, sixth on the list to go listen to. Nobody was looking for Jay-Z. So he had to push through all these artists. Imagine, you think people were listening to Jay-Z on the West Coast? Absolutely not. Mm. absolutely not so he had to from the gate push himself through everything all the shit that was happening in hip hop Mm -hmm. as to where when Nas came out when Wu-Tang came out there was none of that stuff yeah he came out at a time he came out at at a time where unless he plowed through like the 
the big names, like it helped being associated, but unless you, you're going to pierce through those names that everyone cares about already, you won't succeed. And, and, and off the bat, he has a Notorious B.I.G. feature. Yeah. But besides that, he has what? Mary J. Blige. Yeah, a couple of lesser known names. Like Sauce Money. Yeah. Memphis Bleak, if I'm not mistaken. He's on that. Bleak's on that. Like, there's, he's already pushing other people than pushing, like, having the big name features. Yeah. Besides Notorious B.I.G., but they had that song because Jay Z was also featured later on on Notorious B.I.G. stuff. Yeah. So he was more of the protege, more of the background guy. Mm hmm. So now Notorious B.I.G. dies in 97. Mm hmm. And Jay-Z needs to come out with a follow-up album. Yeah. Volume 1, The Life and Times of S. Carter. Very, very, very underrated body of work in his uh, catalog. So again, he has to come out with an album when shit is happening like crazy. Tupac yeah. died. Notorious B.I.G. died. What the feud was people just hated each other in hip hop. There was more beefs coming. Mm -hmm. It's either West Coast or East Coast. What the fuck is going on? So you need to come strong, but are people really looking for you? What is Jay Z gonna do? Yeah. Now he's getting pushed. He has Diddy to push him to mm -hmm. a certain extent. He's still with Rockefeller, but Diddy you, you could and you could tell Diddy's presence on the album. Oh, the sounds are so fucking bad, boy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. more. It's more of a commercial. Yeah. More of a commercial it's sound. Like that, let's, let's go spend two weeks in Miami type of sound. Exactly. More female on the chorus. More uh, R&Bs on the chorus. So you're in the limelight now. What's Jay-Z going to do? Mm -hmm. You have to follow in Notorious B.I.G.'s footsteps. And on that, in that same year where Notorious B.I.G. died, he was featured on Life After Death. Yeah. And that song was one, probably one of the best songs to mm -hmm. come out from those albums. What this album did was one, uh, the, say the names because we're gonna the yeah we're gonna the life and times of S. Carter. People didn't see that he did great with this album. No, this was an this was just another a hip hop album. In a way, yeah. Uh, like yeah, to some extent, it was a flop because it sounded so different than Reasonable Doubt. It does. There's, it does. But the B-sides on here are crazy. Friend or Foe. Mm -hmm. uh, where I'm From. Yeah, that came back on his recent tours. Fuck. Hearing that live was crazy. Yeah. Like, there's so many good B-sides on here that don't sound commercial. Sound strictly hip-hop. Like, boom-bap hip-hop. DJ Premier production. Yeah. Like, those, were, those are staple cult classics mm -hmm. in hip-hop. So he was doing what he wanted to do, but he was trying to, to get different ears to listen to him. Yeah. He wanted to be better than everybody. Yeah. And now he had no Tupac and no Notorious B.I.G. in his way. So what could Jay-Z do? Mm -hmm. But you said it the best. It's very underrated in this catalog. Oh, absolutely. Volume 1, for, for a lot of the time, would be in my top five. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But he's that Maybe run. not anymore, but... Yeah, but I get what you're saying. That run is crazy. Yeah. And now he comes out with this kind of passed under the radar. Nobody's listening to it. Don't forget what's coming out in that year. Wu-Tang came out with another album. You know, there's a double disc album's coming out. 
That was a big, uh, that was a style. You know, like, so it just flies under the radar. What's Jay-Z going to do on his third? He's going to break through. And what's crazy about that is he kind of really didn't want to do another album. He wanted to just fucking, he, people didn't pay attention to him. Nobody was paying attention to him. Mm -hmm. But he came back on his third one with volume two. Yeah. Hard Knock Life. And fucking smashed everything possible. Mm -hmm. He left the commercial. Maybe there's one commercial song on there. Hard Knock Life. Yeah. At best. But so far it's his most accessible album, I'd say, though. But Commercial, the, maybe not for singles, but accessible, yeah. Well, look at the featurings on there. You have Ja Rule, you have DMX, yeah. The Locks. That's what was hot. He went more with the names that were popular on this album. Exactly. He was he was putting in more... He had more featurings. Mm-hmm. Credible featurings. Yeah, I'd say that. But he was still keeping it. He still had DJ Premier production. He, he was Swiss Beats. This is kind of when... You start hearing who Swiss Beats is. Yeah. Like, this is the production on here. This is when hip hop took a turn because the sampling was slowly drifting mm-hmm. and the Swiss Beats type production was coming in. A lot of people, and I've spoken to a lot of people that told me that Swiss Beats production ruined East Coast music hmm. because of the way he was making his music. The sounds he was using in his yeah, music, yeah. the machines he was using, the drum machines and all that stuff he was using. Uh-huh. He, it wasn't your ordinary RZA type beats. Right? It was your, louder. It was in your, it's in your face. You Swiss know, Beats like, production it, is, is, uh, is, yeah. It's everywhere. It's and loud. also his ad-libs on the songs. Yeah. He, didn't, he wasn't really doing that back then, though. No, but you could hear a bit of, you could, you could tell that it's Swiss Beats production. Yeah. So Jay-Z was going up with the times and he wanted to change, but he he was, I find this is one of his most hip-hop albums. Life and Times of Sean Carter. No. The Hard Knock Life. We're on his third one now. On his third one now? Yeah. He also... Is it had, called Volume 2? Is it, isn't it, is it not called The Life it, and Times of Sean Carter? No, that's, that's number two. No, that's number one. Volume 1 is called The Life and Times of S. Carter. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, in Hard Knock Life, Vol- he says The Life volume and Times two. of Sean Carter, Volume 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is hard in our life. The way he starts his album, he's not even on the first song. It's true. It's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's Memphis Bleak. So again, he's showing people in his camp. He's showing people in Rockefeller Records. Mm-hmm. Here's Memphis Bleak. To start off his fucking one of his major big albums. And that year, Ja Rule came out. That year, DMX came out. Uh-huh. So he's going up against big names. Yeah. To where they make a tour. Yeah, yeah, the tour. <laughs> With Ja Rule, Jay-Z, all on the same tour, which was probably one of the biggest hip-hop tours ever. Yeah. Stadium. hmm Jay-Z did something with that tour, and that's something I just want to... That's key, because he came out with Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. People weren't accepting hip-hop in 97. Mm-hmm. People weren't trusting it. Nobody wanted to put hip-hop in major stadiums because they thought it was dangerous. Mm. This is probably one of the biggest tours because they were able to use stadiums because they were selling out big arenas. Yeah. Nobody wanted... Before that, you never hear of this stuff. Yeah. 
this is one of the true, first. No, it is, it is. You know what well, I mean? Wasn't it, the Up and Smoke? The Up and no, the Up and Smoke tour was way after. Yeah, because Eminem was there. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, Up and Smoke was ninety nine two thousand. Yeah. Because of this, this allowed a lot of that shit for people to accept hip hop in major stadiums and arenas uh-huh. to sell out. It was it worked. People didn't think it was gonna work. People think it was just gonna be violence the whole time. Mm-hmm. There was hardly any cases of that stuff. Yeah. Probably zero. So it worked. So because of that tour, it expanded. Yeah. Next album. Volume three. I don't even remember the name of this album. He has so Neither. many. I'm both. fucking tired, man. <laughs> I, I'm 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 mixing up all the album titles. And it's fine. You're allowed to be tired. That volume I, three. What did you call, think? We could call it the one with Big Pimpin. The one with Big Pimpin. What do I think about this? Yeah. I think this was not good. You never liked this. You I know, this like was this my one. first love with Jay-Z. Yeah, you always said, oh, this was one of your favorite albums. I'd never liked this album. Too long, too much that sounds the same in one hit. The reason why I started liking it a lot is because, like his previous work, he kept it hip-hop, but he started to to feature with other artists on his albums from elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Juvenile, UGK. Yeah. There's a song with Dr. Dre. Yeah. There's so much happening on the album. And that's probably why a lot of people just let it be. Well, it's a very long album. It doesn't really... There's nothing that really, I find, grabs you into the track list more than like... There's not much that attracts me, I find. Anyways, this album... We could we could skip through it quickly. You really want to skip through? Of all the albums, is the one you want to skip through? Well, <laughs> fuck. Okay, go. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go to the next one because the next one is one of my favorites. Okay, so you don't want to go through this album? No, but it was important to know that what he was doing was trying to get diff- get out of New York, expand with his sound. Mm-hmm. Like he has a West Coast beat on here. He has a, a Southern type beat. Look at Big Pimpin'. It's a Timbaland beat. Yeah. But fuck, does it not sound New York? That's true. So it's it's right now we're in '99. He's trying to do different things. Jay Z is here. Fucking people are freaking out. People want these albums. Mm-hmm. How many albums does did he put out an album every year? Yeah, he was pretty consistent at the beginning. Yeah. Pretty consistent, and people wanted jay-z music and people were loving what he was giving yeah so it had an impact for it to be okay to work with guys like juvenile or ugk people in new york had no idea who the fuck ugk was like when you're listening at this time in hip-hop and please hip-hop gods correct me if i'm wrong people that were from new york were listening to new york hip-hop it was they weren't really going out there and looking for other artists from the south especially so for Jay-Z to put a Southern artist on your album, people were like, who the fuck are these guys? Mm. So he did that again, like other artists. He made you want to see. You got to remember, though, Big did that on uh, on Ready to Die with a lot of artists. Yes, he did that with... Well, oh, he went to go get from Cleveland, he got Bone Thugs. He, he got names that were outside of... Life After Death. Uh, Life After Death. We're fucking up a lot of the album names today. You know, we fucked up on... Volume 1 I is know. actually... In My Lifetime, yeah. Volume 1. This album is Volume 3, The Life and Times of S. Carter. And Volume 2 is Hard Knock Life. Yeah. So we fucked up those. Fuck, I'm tired. I should have two coffees before. And Volume 4 <laughs> is... <laughs> there is no Volume 4. Well, it's Rock. It's it's the Dynasty Rock La Familia. Yes. 
a lot of a lot of songs featuring Memphis Bleak and Seagull Desert Eagle <laughs> all over this album. This was really he was showcasing the rock family like his guys. I loved the fuck out of this album. Oh, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it drags. It's fucking long again. It's long, but it drags. And it's kind of half the album at the beginning. There's a lot of commercial shit on here. Those are the good songs, I'd say. Though the first half is the good stuff, like the, and then it's just like fuck you hear Pharrell. Shit. Yeah, Pharrell. Was this the first time Pharrell and Jay Z got together? It was the biggest song they had together till date. They may have gotten together. You may have done a Neptune's beat before. I think he had maybe one on Hard Knock Life, but I don't know for sure. There's this a, was the biggest one so far. Rock La Familia. On Rock La yeah, Familia yeah, album. Uh, are, are we able to find the song title? Uh, <laughs> the top of our head? Um, I used it at my wedding. You did? Yeah. Well, it's Jay-Z featuring Pharrell. Oh, yeah. I just want to love you. I'm not gonna, yeah, there you go. That's the one. Uh, R. Kelly. We don't talk about him on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Memphis Bleak and Beanie Siegel Streets is Watching. Is that the song on here? Because even the fucking song is on At the fun. beginning, the one that we like, Change yeah. the Game. It, We're on point with the titles tonight. <laughs> Change the Game is <laughs> fucking amazing. Change the Game is amazing. How amazing is the music video with the motorcycles? So good. That, so good. That song is incredible. Uh, Scarface and Jay-Z on here. Yeah. Snoop. Yeah. Once again, expanding... But now there's no more beef West Coast, East Coast beef. So people are just, it's it, it's okay to use West Coast artists in New York music. But you're about to have a beef between Brooklyn and Queens, everyone's favorite to talk about. But we don't like talking about those two beefs on our podcast. It's annoying a bit. We're yeah. over it. Yeah. Like in 2001, fair. Blueprint comes out. Yep. Did and you have more to say about uh, Rock of No, but Jay-Z wanted to retire. You already started talking about retirement. retirement. Okay, so Blueprint now. Blueprint. Jay-Z's uh, biggest album? Best album? Best, best is subjective. I, I would accept Reasonable Doubt as his best. Blueprint's my favorite. It was his most successful. Remember, it came out on September 11th, 2001, and still sold how, okay. a significant amount of copies. I don't know if he hit a million in the first week, but... How, how, how the fuck is that possible? How the fuck is what possible? So... That the fucking one of the biggest tragedies in the world is happening. Yeah. And you're fucking going out to buy his album. Do you want me to tell you how it's possible? I, w- I want to know. Yeah, people are shopping in malls and it's a pandemic. That's how it's possible. Good call. Good man. I like that one. Fucking on point. But it's crazy how now it's like, hey, fuck, JG just came out a new album. Let me just add it to my list and download it to my phone. Whereas to it's like, holy fuck, JG's coming out with a new album. It's yeah. called Blueprint. I got to go to fucking Music World, uh, HMV, uh, Bob's Liquor Store. CDs, Bob's CDs. Yeah, all-time podcast CD store. It's crazy that people fucking went out for this. They went out to do it. And it's... It would be crazy to do that today. Yes. I miss those days, though, if I'm being straight honest with you. But why why do people think this is his best album? It's because his sound changed so much. Is it because... It's because he had, a, he had a big hit before, too. Izzo was all over the radio. Yeah. His biggest commercial hit to date. Still? Till when it came out, yes. Probably what? not still, but till when it came out, yes. Now it's probably a... If 
fucking Empire State of Mind or, or something, but to date, Izzo was bigger than I Just Want to Love You, bigger than Big Pimpin, bigger than Hard Knock Life. Fuck, Big Pimpin was, was fucking good. We spoke about Jay-Z on our episode. Was, was that the episode with Gabu? 2000s, yeah. Yeah, episode uh, nine, yeah. season one. Yeah, we spoke about Blueprint. And we dug deeper in it. Yeah. Kanye West, first time. Producing, you hear his voice for the first time on Never Change. Yeah. So again, what the fuck did Jay-Z do? He goes with the times. He's in the 2000s. It's time to change up my style. Yeah. He, f- he made it, again, okay for you to change. Your- the samples he's using also. Exactly. There's more guitars. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love calling out, and you know I stick with albums that have a lot of rock-based instruments, but the samples he's using... Uh, a lot of songs have guitars on the on this uh, that are sampling. Sorry, guitars. Who's the production on here? We have Just Blaze, Pharrell, Timbaland. Yeah. Does uh, Premier do one? No. Who produces Takeover? Uh, Bink. Is it Bink? I'm gonna go check that out right. I love the now. production on this album. It's actually Kanye West on Takeover. Bink is on the Rulers Back. So look at this. Sense. Look at this. So the ruler's back is Bink. Take over Kanye West. That's fucking funny. That's really fucking funny. Why? Well, because Nas is an established hip-hop artist, as was Jay-Z at the time. Right. So the producer over the beat that you're going to murder Nas on, it's going to play into a part who gave you the beat, right? Like if it was a Just Blaze beat, if it wasn't a a premiere beat, a Q-tip beat or whatever, it's questionable because they've also worked with Nas. So he took this young and up-and-coming guy and said, you know what? The <laughs> We're going to do this together. How fucking great is that beat, though? It's a fucking incredible beat. Just the beat alone, to me, is what makes it a better song than mm-hmm. Ether. Yeah, I, as an adult now, I like Takeover more than Ether. But, but that's really funny, because that's, that's Jay-Z trying to drag him in the mud with him. Yep. If we're going down, we're going down together. Exactly, and that's Jay-Z. That, that's what, you know, like he's mastermind like that. He knows it. He's playing chess. He's not playing checkers. Uh, girls, 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 just blaze. Crazy good. Uh, that song. F- the strings on that song. Is if fucking- people don't know this, the people singing girls, girls, girls. Yeah. You have Q-Tip. Yeah, Slick Rick. You have Slick Rick the Ruler. Yeah. And you have... Uncle Ricky. Uncle Ricky. To other, to some. Uh, and you have Biz Marquis. Yeah. Uh, number five, Jigga. Poking Tone, You Don't Know, Just Blaze, Crazy Good, Hola Hovito, Timbaland, yeah. Heart of the City, Ain't No Love, Kanye so West, Never Change, Kanye West, yeah. Song Cry, Just Blaze, All I Need, Bink, Renegade, Eminem. Yeah. Eminem produces people. If you don't know this in hip hop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eminem has some crazy fucking good production and this is one of them. Number 13, Blueprint, Mama Loves Me, Bink. And the Girls, Girls, Girls remix has a bonus hidden track. Yep. Produced by? Uh, Kanye West. Yeah. In uh, September, this album's going to turn 20. Oof. So let's move on because we're going to do a fucking nice episode on this album. I Just think. that album. We like doing that. We like doing it for My Beautiful Dark. We want to do it more. So this is a perfect example. Yep. 
So let's not take too much time. Yeah. We're going to go into Jay-Z, into his next album. Let's say this is his biggest shit. Blueprint 2. Yeah, Blueprint 2 was weak. It was I very weak. This was all B-sides. This was all shit that didn't make Outtakes. the album. Outtakes. Yeah. Uh, I was in the studio. Here, let's put M.O.P. Ah, M.O.P. doesn't sound good on this. It's not going on my album. <laughs> but we'll, give them, we'll put it on a double disc of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. A bold move. A bold move. He shouldn't have done this. Should not have done this. Bonnie and Clyde was the hit. This Big is, hit for him. Is this when they started dating? It was around this. So Blue, Blueprint 2 is when they started dating or it's the first time they feature on a song together? It's either that or Crazy in Love. Okay. Crazy in Love is way better than Bonnie and Clyde. Fuck. Are you kidding me? Uh, this is the first time Jay-Z is starting to wear button-up shirts. Uh, oh, yeah. With those lines. What are the lines going down? Stripe, uh, stripe, yeah, yeah. button-up striped shirts with baggy jeans and uh, those shoes he was wearing <laughs> to go with his shit album. Yeah. But this is really shit. Yeah, uh, we don't need to spend much time No, on there's this. a song with Rakim and Dr. Dre, that I, The Watcher 2, mm. that I like. Mm. The You Don't Know remix with MOP, I enjoy it. Mm. It's a good song. Isn't there a song with Killer, Killer Mike? Killer Michael, he has on it. Yeah. There's a fucking song with somebody else. There's a there's that song with Beanie Siegel on here that's really good too. But two discs of Kaka after you come out with fucking ten on ten. Yeah. You can't do that. It's not you, for. A, it doesn't. It's not a good album. But then. But we, then he, we he's said about we re- to head into retirement now for the for for, for real for, now I guess. But I guess fourth time. Uh, he said black he, album. Yeah. I he, almost called it blackout. <laughs> Black album. <laughs> uh, the Black Album. A lot of people, and I'm going to listen to it on my way home for some odd reason, but fuck. I have it, this album to me, the Black Album, Jay-Z. People say it's a classic. Yeah. Okay? Top 100, top 50, whatever the fuck you want to call top it. Top 100, top f- of all time, top yes, 50? I've, heard I've people, never heard that. I've heard it before. I can't tell you where. I'll try and pull it up one day. I would say you. top 100 hip-hop. It didn't make our list. No, but I wouldn't even put a top 100 hip hop. But anyways, it's not my point right now. My point right now is that this is a hit or miss album for me. Interesting. It's either I'm going to love it when I listen to it, or I'm going to be like, ah, and take it the right to fuck off. So you got to give credit on this album to the hits. Dirt Off Your Shoulders, 99 Problems, What More Can I Say, which is somewhat, somewhat of a hit. There's deep cuts on here. Lucifer, another Kanye beat that's insane. Lucifer... One of my favorite That's songs. That's my favorite track off this album. Uh, Justify My Thug. Justify My Thug, which is my favorite song on this album. There's there's, there's really like good gems here, and the hits were all good. Lucifer. Change Clothes, I don't really love, but it you fits see, with like the it's, album. But it's those songs that I, I really get turned off on because I find them too poppy. You want me to say this straight up to you? Yeah. I don't think Pharrell and Jay-Z mix. I, I would give you 20 bucks now for being... On point with that. You don't have cash. I don't have cash. I never have cash. I can sit you at a, a, the uh, what's those e transfers. Yeah. But it depends the song. But they they don't mix. You're absolutely right. Very rarely I find do they make a Fr- hit. Frontin and yeah. The uh, the song on uh, volume th- six. What's it called? Uh, Rock La Familia. Yeah. Um, but I just want to love you. That's their. That's the only song. That. Okay, we'll get to another album later, but that so far is the only song that worked for them. Yeah, but Change Clothes is it's not really like I I it's find, weird. 
Yeah. It's, it, it's, it was it's a almost weird like song. trying to show like we speak about Jay Z and we've done this in other episodes where we say like he's the rapper that's probably matured the best. Mm-hmm. Change clothes is an attempt at that. It's kind of a song that tries to sound like well, change clothes. The title, I mean, says it all. It's it's a kind of a step into maturity. Yeah, December fourth. That's a great track. That's a great track. Fucking public service announcement. Great fucking track. You can't track. say this album like this album. But it's those hit or miss songs, like Change Clothes. What's a hit or miss song? What's a song on it that you think, like, Change Clothes, okay, fine, but what else? Allure, maybe? Allure? Yes. What else is a song that doesn't do it for you on this? 99 Problems. Moment of Clarity? No, I like Moment of Clarity. That's an Eminem beat, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I gotta pull that up, but... That sounds like it could be an Eminem beat. Uh, I don't think he produced on that album. Black album. But... Uh, what's the other one? He had another fucking single on this. I think the singles were One More Can I Say, Change Clothes, Dirt Off Your Shoulders, 99 Problems. Maybe, what's it called, was a single as well. The Public service announcement was some kind of a single. Maybe. I just find the, the rollout was good. I just find picking the songs where they go on the album... It's like you have a really, really good song, then you have, you know, like... Okay, let's do the track list. Pull it okay. up. So track list is right here. And again, Wikipedia, you're a piece of shit. Okay, I found you. Uh, ooh, Steve, I like where you're going with that one. You might be right about Eminem. So Change yeah. Clothes was his first single. Off the then album. Dirt Off Your Shoulder, then 99 Problems. And that was it? Yep. So Interlude, Just Blaze, December 4th, Just yeah. Blaze. That's like his birth. He talks about it like when he was born. He brings yeah. you up to speed on Yeah, okay. what more can I say? Yeah. Uh, the Bacanas, sorry if I didn't say it. Uh, Encore. Oh, fuck. West. That was uh, a single, too, though, in a way. Yeah, it doesn't say doing a single. Change clothes, the Neptunes. Fucking completely forgot about Encore. Dirt off your shoulder, Timbaland. Threat. Threat is good. Uh, threat is hit or miss. The fuck, threat is No, 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 no. Threat is good. Yes, threat, threat is, is great. Good. Sorry. Ninth Wonder. Moment of Clarity, Eminem. Yeah, see, 90, that one's hit or miss with me. 99 Problems, uh, Rick Rubin. So far, only one hit or miss. So, so far, only Public one. Service Announcement, Just Blaze, Justify My Thug, DJ Quick. Okay, look, so far... Lucifer West, so Allure, far, The Neptunes, Jesus, the two songs... That you I'm, don't like, yeah. The Neptunes, my first song, Aqua. My first song is good. That's a good note. That's a good closer. If I were to cut three songs, I'd cut Change Clothes, I'd cut Allure at the end. The beat and I would cut. What's that other song you said in the middle? Uh, threat. No, threat is fine. Threat's fine. I, I got mistaken. No, you said all of the ones. Before ninety nine problems. Before ninety nine problems, it's a uh, moment of clarity. What's after ninety nine problems? Public service announcement. Yeah, I'd cut moment of clarity. You know what I it's mean? It's a bit long, to be honest. This yeah. album. But to say it's not top 100, I, I, there's a lot of albums I would put this before the uh, things that came out. Okay, well, list. at the end of this, we're going we're gonna to give our top five, right? We yeah. said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give our top okay. five then. It's a good buy album. Like, I'm getting out of here. Ciao. Yeah. Because he did the Fade to Black tour. Yeah. At where he played at the Garden. Yeah. And everybody was fucking there. It was his Farewell tour. It was like, Jay-Z's out. He's never doing music ever again. Slick Rick the Ruler was there. But Kanye face. had to buy two tickets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Kanye. Uh, uh, everybody was That's there. That's a quote from graduation, if you didn't know. Uh, 
what's his name was there from Big's br- Big Brother. Yeah, uh, what's his name was there? Uh, Ghostface Killer. Yeah, there was a bunch of people there. It was a farewell tour. He was done. Ciao. And then, what? Two years later. Two years later, he comes back with. <laughs> the fuck is the name of the album? Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. Now. We'll throw it up in the air for people to decide which one's worse between Blueprint 2 and Kingdom Come. You can't go wrong no matter which one you pick as the worst album of the two. Because he had a lot of R&B on this shit. And you gotta go back and say the success after Reasonable Doubt wasn't too good with Volume 1. We, we like it. We think we recognize that it's a great album, but the success wasn't good. Jay-Z doesn't really follow up well to good albums. You're very right on that point. Did you does not. Fucking, you said you were tired? That's a good point. That's a really good point. He gets very ambitious after a good release. But this is where he was dealing with like the more of like the R&B shit. Yeah. The Neo was on there. Yeah. Uh, John Legend yeah. is on here. Yeah. Hip-hop is going way more like into the clubby type sound. Like that R&B. I don't know what was, ha- what was happening that, those years. Was very R and B driven. was trying to find driven. sound. This was before or after graduation. This was after graduation. Yeah, of course it was after graduation. No, this was before. Was it? This was graduation was oh. This was oh seven, if I'm not mistaken. And graduation was. Uh, uh, two thousand and eight. Z, what's his name? This album, Reasonable Drought. Uh, Kingdom Come. King, horrendous name for but, an album. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want, I'm gonna. I can't even speak. 2006. Yet. So this was a year before Blueprint. graduation. Great. Uh, yeah. Blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> we suck. Graduation uh, was 2007. September, I think September 11, 2007. Okay, it's so, the ninth studio album by Jay-Z. Yeah, we've been talking about him that long. Um, it got lukewarm reviews. Yeah, very lukewarm. But, but I, I got to give this. The song Kingdom Come is good. The song Lost Ones is good. Show Me What You Got is good. The song with John Legend, Do You Want to Know, is not bad. There's good tracks here. They're scattered, but there's good tracks. Dr. Dre has production on here. What song? Uh, 30-something. Yeah, see, there's, so that's like... There's a good. There's about four or five songs that are good. And for that, Oof. I'll say this is better than... Uh, a lot of Dr. Dre production on here. You have Minority Report with yeah. Neo. Oh, Chris Martin, Beach Chair. That's a fucking horrendous song. Yes. I told Jay I got a song with Coldplay. This graduation came out before or after? After this. No, because he told him I have a yes, song with Coldplay. Yes, 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 And then he, then he thought. Two Neo featurings on this album. Puff all, Jay-Z. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of Dr. Dre. That's weird. That's very weird. A lot of Dr. Dre and a lot of Just Blaze. But what's that song on here that I really like? Fuck it. Who cares? I can't find it, but... I made a mistake. Neo has production on this album. Good for him. <laughs> Next uh, album, because... Uh, so this is horrendous. This is I don't even put this... Up. There's two albums I don't put in my Jay-Z discography. Maybe three. Because I like the top ranking, because they're at the bottom of the barrel, is this and Blueprint 2. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Like, it's I can't big. even give a score on this. It's it's like... I give this a better score than I give Blueprint 2, because there's less music to evaluate. And I do think, like I said, those songs are good, those few that I mentioned, but... yeah. Yeah, it's not a. But not an important. I'm thing. happy where he's going to next, though, and this is my first days at HMV, 
And this is me listening to a lot of Jay-Z. With this next album? Yeah. And fuck, I hope I'm talking about the right album and I'm not too tired. American Gangster. American Gangster, yes, because of the American Gangster movie. Yeah, it was kind of a soundtrack that inspired by the movie. Exactly. Great album. And this is where production with Pharrell starts to work a bit more. Blue Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another... That's an, But that's not Neptunes. That's Pharrell. Yeah, yeah that's it. I forget. That's a great song. That's actually one of the songs that I would put on repeat. Even I Know, which is more pop, is a good good song for them working together. You got... Uh, this came out in 2007. This is with Lil you Wayne. You just said Kingdom Come came out in 2007. No, I, no, I, I corrected myself. 2006. Uh, there's a song... Yeah, this was end of the year 07. Yeah, yeah, Lil Wayne. This. Yeah. The, uh, Hello, how, Brooklyn. Yeah. Hello, Brooklyn. How you doing? Yep. This was this was fucking good. Beanie Siegel was back. Yep. Ignorant shit. Yep. That was a fucking good track. This mm. album's underrated too. Yeah, this isn't a this is a Jay Z. This is like a Jay Z like like a B side, but like this is like Jay Z. Like people don't talk about it's American. Sneaky good. It's yeah. sneaky good. This album. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like he put away all this. Th- that shit that he was doing mm. and like he really dig deep of being the king of New York yeah. with this album because of the movie itself American Gangster which is a fucking incredible movie and he tapped into Frank Lucas mm-hmm. the 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 main character in the movie American he Gangster he tells yeah, his story through the Frank Lucas story yeah. that's crazy though yeah it, it, it wasn't yeah it, it, it's a very good album American Gangster is a really good album to the point where sometimes it sneaks in there. Yep. Do you have anything to say about this album? Because I remember this was the, the, the when I started working for HMV. And I started working for HMV during the Christmas holidays. And this came out and it kept playing. And I'm playing surprised and you playing. say this is when you started listening to him. Because when I met you, you didn't listen to him. No, but this is where I was. Because again, Jay-Z was very commercial. So I was really not into this. The songs on here, like Blue Magic. Yeah, yeah. You enjoyed them more. I, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I wasn't listening to the body of work a lot. I was listening to those specific okay, songs. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, American Gangs are sneaky good. It's always up there for me. Yep. Uh, I don't know what he does next. What? Bob Blueprint 3. Blueprint 3. You talk about this because I always... Blueprint 3 was... Um, this came out at the same... Was it the same day? As? Uh, Raekwon? Oh, I don't know if it was the same day. It's possible, though. That could be. That could be. Okay. So, Jay-Z, Blueprint. Three. Three. This this is very interesting because one and two followed each other. Yeah. Blueprint three was a whole change in sound. And what I found really interesting about Blueprint three is the lead single was Death of Autotune, where he called out rappers that were doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Not so much the T-Pains that were doing it. But when rappers started doing it, mm-hmm. this came out in two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, Fuck, Auto Tune is really coming to an not an end, but like yeah, it's not as relevant as he's saying it is. No. But what I found very interesting is that statement is made through his most poppiest album. Yes. And I think he executed it well, and it brought him back to being relevant. The American Gangster album was not something that made him relevant. He was still for hip-hop fans. Mm-hmm. This pushed him to the front of the line, I think. 
of of of, like, of commercial music. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the song. The songs. Just even the the tour for this was fucking incredible. I think he had J Cole, Wale, Oof. NERD. Was there somebody else? And then him or him right after. But the tour Rihanna, for this no? was fucking. No, that was on. Uh, the, you're thinking of him on. Uh, her on the on the uh, yeah that's it. Um, yeah. What's the, what was the glow in the dark tour yeah. for graduation? But, but this tour was really good, man. You were there. I want to see this. The the performance was great. The screens were great. Everything about this show was like. It was interesting to see a hip hop show this entertaining because even glow in the dark for me didn't do it. Hearing the band so clear for Jay Z on this tour, hearing him bring back old songs that were being performed by the band. It's fucking nuts. Did he? Did he do shows with the Roots for this? Or am I miss? Good uh, question. But but look at the track list, and I want to go over the track list because this is when I was just like, fucking Jay. Like I did not want to have anything to do with Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I was really like, fuck this. I'm not listening to this shit. Uh-huh. Uh What are we talking about? Thank you, Death of Autotune. Run this town featuring Rihanna and Kanye West. That was a very sneak, it's playing in the clubs, I'm singing to it because I really like it song, yeah. but I didn't really say anything to people. <laughs> then you have Empire State of Mind featuring Alicia Keys, it's playing in the clubs. I that really wasn't playing lo- in the clubs, Yes, was this it? was. Empire State of Mind, Steve? I just screamed, I hope I didn't wake her up. He, Steve, come on, this used to play at the end of the night. You've when- grinded to Empire State of Mind. No, like- I'm, not saying, I'm not listening. I never heard this in a club. I'm not listening to this grinding women. I'm... <laughs> Empire State of Mind played at the end of the night. When you're wasted, when it's, it's like 2.30, we out ya, I'm out, we go into the street, <laughs> fucking stupidity starts happening, I'm fucking wobbly trying to get a taxi, everyone's screaming, you're seeing your friends come out of different clubs. Somebody tries to steal a taxi from exactly, us. Exactly, and you deck cops him. Cops show up. Did I deck him or did I just put him up against the taxi? You put him up against the taxi, cops showed up, put you against the taxi. <laughs> you start singing, it's the sound of the police. Uh, Empire State of Mind was low-key... I loved it, but I wasn't telling people I was singing to it. Uh, Reels as it gets, featuring Jeezy. On to the next one, featuring Swissy. Uh, off that feature, off that featuring Drake. Sorry, A Star Is Born, featuring J Cole. Venus versus Mars. Is that a good song? Venus versus Mars. Yeah, it's Timbaland. Beats all right. Uh, Already home, featuring Kid Cudi. Uh, Hate featuring Kanye West. Reminder, So Ambitious, featuring Pharrell. You're just blowing through. I can't even follow you. You're just saying things featuring, featuring, I can't follow you. So Hate featuring Kanye West. Yeah, that's where the album dips. Reminder. That's fucking annoying. So Ambitious featuring Pharrell. Featuring, okay, not good. And Young Forever featuring Mr. Hudson. That song you could leave on the fucking curb. It's a, but do you see why I wasn't liking him at this time? Because that's a, that song. On TV with the fucking, wasn't there a skate, the pool skateboarding or some shit? This was, that was a fucking bad song. I liked Death of Auto Tune. I was like, fuck, okay, Jay Z's gonna, but you made the point before. Jay Z's coming out with Death of Auto Tune, but he has the big, the most popular album. It's his most popular album to date, yeah. Well, pop music doesn't need to die, Auto Tune did. <laughs> and even at that, Auto Tune doesn't need to die. There's certain people doing it, and there's certain people that don't do it just don't make it redundant yeah use it well again don't use it because it's popular if you can't do that sound then the, don't the, the problem is that people were using auto-tune to help their voice to help their 
It wasn't just using it as a tool. T-Pain is the greatest auto-tune person. Yeah, there's no one, I don't think that will deny you that, but it's also something that not everyone needs to do once you've done no. it. But this uh, this is a time I was really not fucking with Jay-Z, but really singing those songs at yeah. the club. Anyway, it put him on the map. It, put him, it, put him, it brought him back to the mainstream. Club music. And the good songs, he Relevant. had good verses on it. See, like, I, I, honestly, I really can't talk about this album because I, I still, to this yeah. day, I don't listen to it. What was the next album? The next album after this was The Greatest Hits. Okay, whatever. Then he took a dip. And it came out with... Watch the Throne. Yep, Watch the Throne. Whereas with, uh, to where you say you got me into him, you pushed me to get into him, and we went to see that show together. Yeah. And I really, really, really started to fuck with Jay-Z because Watch the Throne was on a different level. It also turns 10 next year, so we're going to keep our ideas on that. Also, it's not his discography. It's him and Kanye together. Yeah. Um, Is Watch the Throne 2 coming out soon? <laughs> what's uh, How do you think he did on on, uh, on Watch the Throne? He's not the best one on it. No. But I think he did really good. You got to remember, one's coming off My Beautiful Dark and one's coming off Blueprint Exactly. 3. And that show was really when I was like, fuck, these guys are good. And I remember one, there's one vision that really sticks into my head. And it's when Kanye West is on the middle of the stage and he's singing Heartless. And then he does something from My Beautiful Dark. Yeah. And it's like he's going back and forth. And then Jay-Z comes back. And they're across the stage from each other and they're rapping to each other. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking good. There's some really weak bars on this album from Jay-Z. But I want to save them all for... Yes, but he was in that kind of phase. Look what he did on My Beautiful Dark. Exactly. It followed up on this. He was still like kind of struggling. Yeah, but he... Again, it's it's a good Jay-Z. Like, I like what he did with it with Kanye West. It was a good back and forth. Yeah. So Watch the Throne is a, is a big hit. Mm-hmm. Commercially success like sales, people mm-hmm. loved it. It's it's one of the most praised albums of the last ten years. Remember, I gave you once a list, and I said, "Watch the Throne" was on my list of to get me back into artists and to yeah. get me to realize certain yeah. things of artists. Again, what I was listening to at the time versus listening to a, a commercial success like Watch the Throne yeah. was really difficult for me to do because I was just so deep into the underground rap. Next album. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. That's your favorite. That's my favorite of his. Now we got a third album. I think we could toss in with the Kingdom Comes and the Blueprint 2. Maybe a bit better. Yeah, because we liked this when it came out. We did really like it when it came out. Remember when it came out? We kept saying, oh, I like this song over this song. I could explain why. And there's also that fucking really good song with Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. But the single with Timberlake was garbage, 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 garbage. It opens the album, no? Leave it on the curb with uh, Forever Young. Okay. But he was good on Suit and Tie. Um, that was fucking good. I think Magna Carta was a better album because Jay-Z is best known to be a rapper. And on Blueprint 3 and Watch the Throne and his efforts on Beautiful Dark, we were seeing him dip. Yeah. As you said, dip. Magna Carta was kind of a return to bars. If you look at it, he was yeah. more... He was telling things a bit better. Yeah, for sure. Now, I think Magna Carta is a long album. Very long album. And if you easily cut off maybe a third of the tracks, you have a very good album. You have a solid 7 on 10 if you cut out some of the mm-hmm. tracks. Uh, for the most part, I mean... The way he rolled this album out is super important. Yeah. I uh, forget. That's well, how forgettable this album is to me. 
well, weren't if you were subscribed to a certain phone company. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that about? You get the album early. Was this his first title album that came out on title? Uh, it could be. Is this the first title album? I didn't say anything here, but I think it was an exclusive for a while. Well, yeah, it was made available for free digital download for Samsung customers via the Jay-Z Magna Carta app. Wow. Crazy, huh? July 4th, 2013. I remember that because there was videos on uh, YouTube. There was videos on a page. It's funny how Jay-Z's like, he's like a self-made billionaire. Mm -hmm. Is he a billionaire? He's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. But the launches for his albums are not very good. No. Well, not after Blueprint. Or oh, even Blueprint. Well, that's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Of course. I, I was kidding. But uh, actually, number... No. Joke of the episode, <laughs> and I have to explain it to you? Uh, number... <laughs> num the Black Album, though. That was a good launch. Then well, after, a fake retirement. Yeah, and then after that, there was really nothing to, nothing to fucking, fucking promote. That was just shit. Right, and then American Gangster, but there's a song on here, Steve, that was supposed to feature two of our favorite rappers, and I can't remember what song it is, but it's either verses or what? Yes. And when I tell you the two names... Oh, it, yeah. There's a song. I think it's... Ragu. We're on it. Yeah. Ray and Ghost. Ray Kwan and Ghostface were supposed to be on it. There's also a picture of when they're they're making this album yeah. of Ghostface. What song was it, though? I think it's Heaven ver or Versus. Oh, yeah. Or, one of those, yeah. Or Beach is Better. No, Beach is Better is like a short thing. But there's a, a really type of song that those guys would have murdered it. Like, Featuring Ragu. Yeah. Hey, Travis Scott is uh, on Crown. Yeah. So you're starting to see him develop with other artists on here. Uh, the Rick Ross featuring is amazing. Yeah. Frank Ocean is on this. Uh, his daughter is on this. How much better do you think it would have been with uh, Ragu? Sneak attack with those two on it. Raekwon yeah. and Ghostface. United. I would have... And the beat, I if I ever, I'm gonna go back and try and figure out what song it is. But that beat, yeah, it's probably one of the better songs on the album. Yeah, but nobody cares about this album, so surely you fucking don't. Um, uh, and the next one, 444, which I say is one of the most mature hip hop albums ever made. Um, came came out four years after Magna Carta. 2017. You were holding the four up. Why? <laughs> I was hoping the listeners could see it. Does that have to do with the 444 release? <laughs> or the four horsemen? I I I want I want you to talk about this. I'm gonna sit back in my beach chair. I just think uh, from my Kingdom Come. Yeah. Um, because Beach is better from my Carter. <laughs> um. Uh, 444 to me was an interesting release because. I didn't expect him to come back with that, and he changed his sound again. He was more mature. On Magna Carta, he was trying to apply to, like, complex kids. Mm -hmm. Really. 
that's yeah, a complex sure. album. One hundred percent. Complex probably has as their number, number one, one album. Yeah, yeah. But um, I find that on four forty four, he really shifted into like, I'm a grown up now. Yeah. And there was that whole thing with uh, with him and Beyonce. With the Lemonade release. Exactly. So it was kind of his response to Lemonade. Which it I have a, a feeling they, they sat down in a, in a room and said... Plotted it. 110%. Probably. But uh, the execution was good. The the the, the it, it had been a while since Jay-Z was relatable as a human... Like as an indiv- like a, as not an artist or, mm-hmm. or, or a billionaire or a rapper. He was just very down to earth on this album. I thought that was great. I think that's, I think if he trends in that direction, there is more good music to be made by him. For sure. And he's kind of like talking to the younger generation on this album and trying to make them realize about money and posing pictures with money and jewelry and stuff like that, that there's more to the art form, that there's more to life. There's more to who you are as a human being. And not just artists, not just the young artists, but any younger person listening to him, us. Oh, for sure. Can We can learn a thing or two from this album. This, I remember when this came out and it's kind of one of the last releases to come out where people were just like, holy shit. Like, you know, the post on Instagram, you go on every website and they're talking about it. Because when he first... It was a surprise release too or short notice. Short notice because he, on buses in New York or in metro stations, the... The flyer for 444 was there with no date. People didn't know what it was. It was just orange background, 444 in black numbers. And the album came out on April 44th? Yeah. Because it's 44 days in April. So it came out, and it was super short notice. And again, it was only on Tidal or some shit like that. You couldn't buy it on iTunes. There was yeah, fucking some bullshit. bullshit going on. I fucking hate when I The physical too took long. Yeah. Uh... Like, there was a bunch of shit going on, but fuck, his rollouts are bad sometimes. Yeah. But, like, people were freaking out, and a lot of rappers, artists, were respecting him for doing this. Of course. Because it's like, a game where people don't do that. And guys like 50 Cent, who was one of the biggest uh, ball buster and people that just fucking bust people's chops and make fun of people, and said that he was listening to this because it was so mature and that no other artist did this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jay-Z. This was like, uh, I say that a lot and I, I, I say it in every episode because I think it's a clutch album to hip-hop. Hip-hop hasn't managed to find a way to... Stay young? No, hip-hop has only found a way to stay young, if anything. It, it's a music that applies to a younger audience yeah. for the most part. And people that grew up with hip-hop will still listen to hip-hop. But these are the type of, of albums that a Ghostface, that a Raekwon, that these elite talents should be making. Yeah, because at some point in your, with your age bracket... That's it. You, and you, even if your life's still involved with, you know, what Raekwon's singing about on Cuban Links, your audience is maybe not there anymore. Oh, yeah, because a lot of the people are either the ages or you're older, you're 50 years old, you're 40 years old. Not saying anything wrong with that, but, like, you don't want to hear that shit. There you go. Like, the people listening to you have families like you do. They're, like... Yeah, so, unless you're storytelling and unless you're, you're doing it differently or, again, 
the storytelling and what's, what you're actually really doing is obviously two different yeah, things. Yeah, part of it is a gimmick, right? Right. But like Jay-Z was really being an, this is an adult album. This is like, come on. I lived what you guys live. It's fine. I've done all that shit. I've done all those mistakes, but we got to fucking grow up at some point. Yeah. And making a, it was, dude, it was mature. It was fucking it was mature. Really, yeah, yeah. No, it's for sure. And he's, again, just like the story of OJ. Yeah. He, fucking Jay-Z is relevant. When he comes out with an album yeah. like that, he is relevant. Uh-huh. After how many albums? After how many years in hip-hop? He's fucking relevant in 2017. If he puts out an album tomorrow morning, he will be relevant. Well, I hope he does because right now our episode is not relevant. No. So if he could drop an album this week. Fuck, we're golden, huh? Fuck, man. Those plays are going up. So 2017 is Jay-Z's last album. Let's see if he comes. He did some featurings here and there. Uh, He's really more of a like that, uh, not executive producer, but like that background guy like he's running his business he's a billionaire yeah he's mentoring people he has his own you know rock uh what is a rock nation yeah so i'm just saying yeah <laughs> I don't know. I don't top five jay-z albums go so go we first, could, go first. For, for me you want me to go instead yeah just go because i'm all fucked up number five breaking the concept is 444 okay number four is the Black Album. Ooh. Number three is Volume 2. Hmm. Um, number two, Reasonable Doubt. And number one, Blueprint. The first one. <laughs> not the second. Not the second one. <laughs> not the third one. But I'll give an honorable mention to two albums. I have to. Because I like this catalog so much, even though I was very tired and didn't show it. <laughs> In My Lifetime, Volume 1, and American Gangster, Honorable Mention, at number 6. Okay, so I'm going to go with... And all are better than the five Nas albums we said. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we shit on Nas, it's so bad. Uh, number 5 is going to be, for me, Volume 3. Okay. You know how much I love that album? Yeah. This fuck what a shit nut top five. Number four is going to be Rock La Familia. Okay. Number three is gonna be Reasonable Doubt. Okay. Number two is going to be volume two Hard, Hard Knock, Knock Life. Life. And you know that album. That song with too short. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And number one is going to be... Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. (laughs) I'm a fucking liar. It's Blueprint. So that's our Jay-Z episode for everybody. Hopefully he doesn't hear this and fucking give us a concert. Ruin his birthday. (laughs) And so we did a... Hey, I sang to him on the podcast, so... Uh, But yeah, that's Jay-Z. If you guys want to give us your top five, go for it. If you don't, don't do it. Uh, he has a huge catalog, a lot of fucking music. Yeah. If you uh, need albums to start with, start with the ones we said. Yeah. Well, start with Reasonable Doubt and then work your way up. The albums change, the sound changes throughout his whole fucking discography. You asked me a question about Sonic Youth. Yeah. To somebody who doesn't know Jay Z, which three albums would you give them? I would give them, if I'm being straight, 100. Yeah. 
Reasonable Doubt. Okay. Blueprint. Okay. And the third one, honestly, if I'm being honest, it would probably be either the Black Album or Volume 2. Okay. You? I agree with you. I was thinking Volume 2, Blueprint, and Black Album. Okay. Because Reasonable Doubt is not something you necessarily like right away. Okay. It's something you want to go back to. So when you hear Volume 2 and you say, okay, this is where he pierced commercially, Blueprint where he pierced critically... And Black Album, where he kind of closed the gate on his on the first part of his career, right? Yeah. No, I agree with that. But yeah, reasonable doubt over blue over uh, over uh, Hard Knock Life works. Two two questions for you. Yeah. Reasonable doubt or Elmatic? For me, reasonable doubt. Okay. Uh, I've never I've never I've never once said the other way around. Who's a, a better rapper artist, Nas or Jay Z? Um, Nas is, Nas is a rapper's rapper, I want to say. So people that really dive into rap and that like dissecting bar for bar, Nas gives you more. Jay-Z has more of a flow. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z is more instrumental on the beat. Mm -hmm. When you hear Jay-Z, he's more enjoyable to listen Mm -hmm. to. Nas feels like I'm doing homework. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree with you. Whereas, whereas when I listen to Jay Z, I just get kind of like, they're, let him. They're both really great artists. Yeah. Rappers. Uh, Nas is very like, is mathematical a bit with his with his raps. Uh, but I agree with you with whatever you said for sure, hundred percent. I used to like Illmatic, a lot more than Reasonable Doubt. But Reasonable Doubt, as an adult, mm-hmm. I kind of. It's to. aged a bit better too, I'd yeah. say. Elmatic is still great. It's still a fucking 9 on 10, 9.5 on 10, whatever I gave it in that Nas Dissected episode. Uh-huh. So we're done, Jay-Z. On to the next. We got two more episodes left for us. Before the end of the year, yeah. So next episode, um, we're going to do our year in review, 2020. I'm so excited for next week. That's going to be a fun one. Can we do a three-hour episode like the Titanic? If we need that, we'll do that. Okay. Um, so send us your list, your top 10 albums of the year, your f- favorite artist of the year or artist of the year who you think artist of the year is and your favorite song of the year we did the poll last year i just remembered which was a lot of fun we took everyone's answers oh yeah if you have time i don't know yeah okay i'll see if i could do it no, let's see what not. we could do we're gonna I'm, we're gonna come up with some fun shit yeah uh, i'm gonna give you my top 10 you gotta listen to this week no i'm gonna give you like five six to go listen to yeah uh you're gonna give me yours which you'll probably give me at the last minute uh I'm going to give you my top five favorite artists of the year. Top five favorite artists. Yeah. I could tell you them now. And you're going to say that. You're going to guess them on the next episode. And I'm going to give you my favorite songs of the year. Okay. On the next episode. I'll try and do the same, but we're going to try and go back and forth with the albums and not... Yeah. Uh, no, we're going to do like we did our top rappers. Yeah. And it's not going to be like... Like, it's going to be the all-time best no. album, all-time podcast, best albums of the year. It's not going to be like... No, I know. Nothing's ranked, right? Yeah. Or unless you want to rank... Amongst ourselves, we oh, can do I'm that. ranking mine. Yeah, yeah, but and I'm, I'm saying like my list out. we're not gonna show it to people and say like these are like it's not a ranked list of our mine give and yours to together. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna give my list, and I'm gonna give mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. So that's that uh, for next week and the week after. We're gonna just recap the year. What yeah, we did and, and drink eggnog. I want to drink and, and have fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the space sound or the ocean sound, whatever suits you best. And now you will hear our. 
theme song. <laughs> 